0: Hello, my name is Anoa Changa.
1: The way with Anoa.
0: Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Wednesday night edition of The Way with Anoa. I am your host, Anoa Changa. So exciting to have you here with me this evening. Um, As usual, there's a lot going on in the world, right? I just want to start off kind of on a little bit of a somber note. For those of us who actually care about pop culture and movie and TV and stuff, Mary Tyler Moore passed away at 80. Um, 80 is a good number, you know, she lived a very full life, but, but, you know, for those who grew up watching the Mary, Mary Tyler Moore, and I know we have a wide range of ages and folks who watch the show, um, and, and also pick it up on the podcast, you know, she was, she was a very interesting, Mary Tyler Moore was a, was a groundbreaking actress, you know, I mean, at a time where women and women independence and stuff was first really coming to, um, Really, the forefront in, in, in mainstream society in America. You know, the character Mary Richards was a single woman living and working on her own in the big city. That was like, even though a lot of us had moms or ourselves or parent grandparents who were already living that life, it wasn't new, but at least in terms of the way that mainstream American culture was being depicted, it, it was definitely, you know, a water breaking or a groundbreaking watershed moment, you know, in the depiction of women and their independence. Um, other shows like of that era in, uh, uh, um, Carol, um, I'm trying to think. Now I wasn't gonna say Carol Burnett, but Carol Burnett just came to mind as well. Um, but but I think it's Gloria. I think like there's a channel called Aspire that shows all these really old, like late 60s, early 70s shows that some of the most integrated, like racially diverse shows. I think it was Gloria, um, with Diane Carroll, I think as the main character. She was a single mother. Uh, she's a black date if you're not familiar with Diane Carroll, she's a black actress. She was a single mother. Um and and she dated and stuff. So so like these types of shows were like like I mean this is a time where that really pushed the needle. It really pushed the envelope in terms of not just entertainment value, not just in terms of representation, but in terms of telling stories that were reflected of the changing times and the people you know, that we're, that we're going through these things. Right. Like I I think sometimes that we could learn something from the programming of the late sixties, early seventies and, and, and things that are being done now. Um, so, you know, watching Mary Tyler Moore is someone for, if you're like an eighties kid like me, you, you know, Mary Tyler Moore from spending time with your grandparents, which and from particularly with my grandmother. So, um, you know, that, that there's, there's some nostalgia kind of wrapped up in it for me. Um, You know, she was, she, 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 she started off with the Dick Van Dyke show. She did Broadway. I mean, she's an advocate for juvenile diabetes, which is something that's personally also very important to me. One of my nieces um, has juvenile diabetes. Shout out to my little niece, Zakaya Rufsneed. Love you, baby. Um, but there's so much going on and, and and I just wanted to start there because no matter what you think about like white women and white feminism and things like that, like shows like the Mary Tyler Moore show, I think I got it correct with the show Gloria with Diane Carroll, like those types of shows really did, you know, kick up the notch from the june cleaver type of show or even the black woman is a maid type of show when i talk about someone like diane carroll playing the lead title character in a show right like so so this was an era that really gave us a different step in in, in representation and in very strong women characters um so that's something that I just thought that was important to reflect on tonight. I thought that was, you know, as especially when we're in this moment when we talk about, you know, what role feminism is playing in our movements and our work and our lives, you know, what it's shaped to be over the years and what it was becoming maybe decades ago are, are, are possibly two totally different things. Um, speaking of feminism, shout out to our very own Wendy Muse, contributor with the Progressive Army with our blog site. Um, Wendy just dropped an, Awesome piece. You gotta go if you don't check out the blog. You definitely gotta go check out the blog. Sign up for the newsletter um, so you can get the daily alerts and stuff. But Wendy just dropped this awesome piece, and as I'm talking about, you know, Mary Tyler Moore's passing and, and representation, and feminism, and strong women doing things. Wendy dropped this awesome piece because you know I, I've already talked about last night on the show, and I'll talk about it some more. Hopefully, I'll get some more interviews in about the 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 women's march. Wendy saw something completely different, you know, from observing through social media stuff, this add her name movement, right? And, and Wendy was able to capture, there's a, it's beautifully written. I really, you guys hit Wendy up, Muse Wendy on Twitter and tell her that we actually need to do, we need to do an audio. We need to read out loud her piece because she wrote it in acts and it even has intermission. Like this is, this is just, this is so like, It just blew my mind. So part of it, the part of the whole thing about the add her name thing was the fact that one that that allegedly quotes of Hillary Clinton's were being used by the march coordinators and organizers without attribution. That was one thing. My my sis, she 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 handily dismisses all that nonsense. Right. Because the quote in question, you know, it probably has been traced to many people. It's something that I myself have even said. Right. Women's women's rights are human rights. Forgive my son, who has no respect for the fact that I'm actually talking to you right now. But shout out to the little homeboy in the background talking about gender roles and stuff, right? Who just cooked dinner? Yay! Score, mom got the 13 year old to go cook. But but Wendy's piece though, right? Wendy's piece is 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 awesome because she not only addresses you know, the issues of space and representation, but also with this add her name thing, because there's this whole big thing, like, I guess there was a list of, like, activists and different people, and Hillary Clinton's name was not on there. A lot of people were really upset about that, because she's the greatest champion of women's rights, blah, 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 blah. You know, Wendy Masterfully, it's it's, it's in, I believe it's five acts that she has, it, like I said, it has intermission, it's a longer piece, but you know, when you got a brilliant mind, you got a brilliant scholar like Wendy Muse, you got to go in and just deal with the long piece. You got to go check the piece out. It's it's excellent. I've tweeted it out twice now, um, and I'm really trying to and I'm really trying to to pull together my ladies roundtable folks so we can all read this out loud because I really think that this needs to be read out loud for full effect um and then had a discussion so hopefully we can get that scheduled at some point in time um but yeah but so 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 i was just thinking about that in terms of this larger conversation so we do have these older representations of women getting out there and doing things and while it might be overly simplistic particularly for the politics of the time i think there's something that we can learn from looking at maybe some of the way even if we're looking at maybe some of the missteps to some of these older representations right there are so many things, lessons to learn that we're not still reproducing and recreating the same exact um, stuff from 30, 40, 50 years ago. I think now we have a, a, a clearer mind. We have a, we have access to information in a completely different way that we can actually um, create opportunity um, to discuss things, to build with people in a, in a manner that maybe could not have been done um been several years ago but also kind of tying into this um hopefully i'm getting this right Kianga yamada taylor professor from princeton um wrote a piece that was in either yesterday or today's socialist alternative paper um not socialist alternative i keep saying socialist alternative and that's not that's not actually what the the socialist worker socialist alternative is the party um socialist worker so there's a piece in socialist worker i think it was yesterday um that talked about why we shouldn't just you know crap on the women's march people and instead where possible pick people off that we can actually bring aboard onto our movement building right because and i really thought this was the i really thought that this piece was interesting cuz there's so many different pieces and perspectives out there right now you know coming out of the women's march stuff and 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 Keonga just wrote uh, black lives matter to black liberation shout out to haymarket books um, which I was able to get a copy of and have on my, my bookshelf and still need to dig into. So hopefully I'll have time <laughs> next week or so to, to dig in. But, but this is somebody that, that definitely has legit cred, you know what I'm saying, in this area. And, and, and this piece that was written basically talks about, you know, how that regardless of what we feel like drove people there, there was this mass mobilization effort And there are people who have at least gone on notice as saying they're willing to do something. They're willing to step up. And we need to, instead of, you know, dogging people for why they did what they did, look at ways that we can work with them. Because, and, and, I, and I thought this was a really good point from, from the piece that sometimes we get so focused on, you know, chastising people for what they've done wrong or what they should have done when, but hadn't done before, even though they're trying now, that we marginalize our efforts and we limit the ability for, for, for that greater widespread opportunity for change and success overall in our movements. So that was I thought that was an interesting point that we can take into consideration. I'm not saying it's absolutely right. I'm not saying that we shouldn't, you know, let people know what's what. Because, you know, I, I most definitely, every time I see an annoying tweet or post from Sally Albright, who's friends with the White House press secretary, who's an idiot, um, I most definitely have to step in and, and, and correct the nonsense. But conversely there are a lot of people who are just people who thought that they were making the right choice and doing a good thing but they want to do something more and they don't really know how to get involved they don't really know what to do i was amazed when my godmother and her friend both very well esteemed law professors established women in their careers they do social justice work were asking me how do they get involved what more can they be doing so i think that we need to be flexible and fluid as we engage with people and um stacy God, I love Stacy. Hopefully, Stacy will be able to join me for a little bit in a little, little while. Because Stacy, I, I always say like Stacy's is like my my organizing mentor, right? Like Stacy has been involved with so many different efforts, Move On and Coffee Party, and so many different things, and and and, and, and really has a good grasp on what that looks like. Ah, there she goes. Speak of the devil, she said hello. Down. Hi, everybody. I have just been joined by Stacy Hopkins Yay. Yes,
1: the savage is back. I got you. no chill, all tea, <laughs> all shaved for everybody. Um pin it out, but you know, I'ma cuss out everybody and then we'll just hug it out and, <laughs> <laughs> and get to work, but I got to. But how are you? How is I am.
0: You? See, what did I miss? What did you miss? Nothing. I just, I, you know, I just talked a little bit about Mary Tyler Moore um, passing yeah. away, and, and 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 but that, but but you know, Mary Tyler Mary Tyler Moore passing away. One thing Max said, Maximus said that, um, you know, uh, 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 Betty White ain't going nowhere. <laughs>
1: She really ain't. We were just you know? watching
0: something before we started, and it, Betty White was talking about her and their, you know, their time together and stuff. And I was like, Betty White ain't going nowhere. Like I don't know what deal she done made, but um, yeah, like Dick Clark, we thought he
1: would just, you know, just one day just disintegrate into dust. Um, he was never gone, but it's kind of sad, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know she. She was a white woman and, you know, we couldn't relate and she had privilege, blah, 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 blah. But she she did some things and, um, her achievements in TV, um, helped pave the way for a lot of women and, you know, change the attitudes, uh, about women working and, and, uh, mm-hmm. particularly, uh, the struggle of single women. So it wasn't, you know, Relatable to a lot of black women, uh, right now, they'll be like, Oh, that's just a white woman. It's like, nah, you got to look a little deeper. So, I thank her for what she did. And, uh, she worked it like a boss business wise. So, big ups to her,
0: yeah, she did. Oh, and I said earlier, I said the show with Diane Carroll was Gloria, Gloria was a spinoff of All in yeah. Family, Julia, Julia yeah. was the Diane yeah. Carroll. And that actually lasted three years, and that was a black-led TV show, same era as the Mary Tyler Moore right. Show. Black-led actress, she was a single mom. She was a nurse, single mom, um, and so that was another show of that era. So, so, so that's kind of like what I did in the beginning before you joined me. But um, that was really good because, yeah, that was
1: amazing for me. I watched it, you know, and to see these women, you know, transposed uh, on TV was just really. It was something, so I, you gotta give a
0: nod. Yeah, you have to give a nod. I mean, like I said, we can deconstruct it and have all the different analysis and stuff like that. But sometimes it's just good to just give the nod, take the lesson, and keep it pushing. But Stacy, like, like I don't know if y'all follow Stacy on Twitter. Follow Stacy on Twitter to get the nuggets. Don't oh, come, I was, don't I was, come I was crazy. gonna say, I was gonna say, don't, 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 come and start trolling my my sister because. Uh, the savagery is real. <laughs> <laughs> but there's so much going on right now. I don't mean to. It's just, I just, I'm getting
1: old, y'all. I ain't got patience. I ain't got time for this.
0: Well, I was going to say, like, like I, I can tell you don't have time and patience because there's so much going on. And I know you participated at least a little bit in the Disrupt J20 events down here in Atlanta. But between that, between the stuff Trump is talking about in terms of going into Chicago and He's gonna build the wall and then build Mexico for it and all types of stuff. I mean, we've had several executive orders. We got this whole resistance. I I just always love your perspective. And I just really wanted to get your your viewpoint on You're like this whole one. range of things. I am not the only one. There are a lot of people who are pre- <laughs> I understand that we got some folks out there. Um, I won't name no names today. We'll name names some other time, but <laughs> I know there's some people who have misused or Jeez. not listened to your, to your to your words of wisdom, but I, yeah, we'll spill tea some other time. Tea time, I'll finally get tea time off the ground, but like I, uh, but I really do appreciate your perspective and your insight into these things, um, because you, you have that. a longevity. So, so just anywhere you want to start, like, it's a state Well, I mean,
1: okay. Mentioned J20 in Atlanta. Um, it was a really nice gathering. What was good for me to see was, you know, usually you go to these events and you see the same crew. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw more new faces than old faces. Okay. Um, we had a lot of uh, immigration and pro-immigration groups out. Um, GLAR, they mm-hmm. always go hard. Uh, Adelina Nichols was out there. Uh, Azadeh shashahani I think she's with ACL. I don't know where she's at now She was National Gu- uh, National Lawyers Guild And she's a badass too um, And so this was a little rowdier, you know Turn up song um, Southerners on the New Ground was out. So this was like This was the roots And we was like we ain't having it And we wasn't waiting till that day We was turning our behinds up at Donald Trump while he was being inaugurated um, because we really didn't want to see it. So we marched from Troy Davis, um, also known as Woodruff Park. That was the staging ground. We marched from there down to um, the Atlanta city jail. And then um, we protested there um, against the mass incarceration and deportation. So that was kind of a solidarity point. And then we went there for a rally in front of City Hall. That was that was interesting. Um, there was a lot of speakers out there and I was running around. I was tired, okay. So, you know, I'm old, but plus most of the fun is like in the back and in the crowd. So mm-hmm. and then you're seeing people and then me with my big mouth, you know, Minnie! you know, Minnie Ruffin was out there, she's like the guardian saint of uh Uh, activism and uh, organizing many, now that's an OG savage. Many's good people. So um, we were out there and um, I got a t-shirt. There's these brothers uh, that showed up in a white bus and they had um, at the date movie. Um, I believe they're on Instagram, but they gave me a great shirt. Don't fuck this up. Trump 2017 and I think that is like perfect you know um, that's the perfect slope that's all we want just just don't I
0: guess he's already he's already excited he's just, not going to listen to us on that one huh
1: no nah, he really ain't and that's what people need to you know and that's what infuriates me you cannot apply any moral or ethical to people who lack that. I mean, these are sociopaths. These folks, they they give zero fucks. You know, can mm-hmm. we have it? No. Can we have it now? No. Can we have it again? How many times are you gonna keep asking them and they keep telling you no before you get it? See, so y'all hard headed. And see, I got five kids and this is why I have no patience because I have five kids. And this reminds me of, and I don't mean to reduce it. To a juvenile level but it's a way that i can relate and it's a way to make easy analogies for people to understand and right now everybody's scared hungry they're tired it's like walking into you know for people like me who are outliers who are also introverts it's like looking into a room so Mm -hmm. And I see a room of a whole bunch of kids and I'm like, you know what? You sit down and you come (laughs) in and you give me that and you put that down. And y'all, y'all just sit right here next to me. Everybody needs to first calm down because everybody wants to do something. That's great. That's a wonderful thing. And I really don't want to dampen that, but everybody was doing it wrong. First of all, there's a lot of tart. There's a lot of strategies that are they're not bad strategies They're on the wrong fucking target they okay. don't give so they don't want to hear your stories about you dying. i sure hate to hear that we're going to cut this program they don't care though you have to talk to them that they understand and that's where the democrats and the and progressives and on the left do not talk about very well as the as, economic side we've got great policy we just don't know how to explain it right and then when we do um we kind of muddle it very badly um when we do or, or we just don't think about it but it's a problem you see strategies that are not effective and being used and some of it is just straight up um You know, folks is like, you know what, folks who have been in the game, we see what you're doing. And, you know, I really wish more people would speak up because there's a lot of, I mean, it is crazy what is going on. And I'm seeing a whole lot of stuff like the Women's March. I was throwing shade because, no, no. Um, I was going to say because I really didn't want to go and people kept asking me are you going and I you know no you know that's a complete sentence and then people want me to expound on it and then I tell them why I'm not going then they get mad and then
0: I'm like well why are you mad you shouldn't have asked me you asked me why I didn't want to go well well, tell us why why what was it about it why didn't you want to go it turned. Out, I don't. Do you know what it was about? Other than yay, women. Well, first it was supposed
1: to be yay, marginalized. We're here to lift up the voices that that traditionally aren't heard. And then you know, it, it just blew up because this is one thing Democrats do best. They can never miss a. They love a good co-opting. And so once this thing started getting big, you know, I have seen this. um and have actually gotten involved with one of those Facebook posts. When I hear starts by a Facebook post, I'm like, you know what, that is in the words of my grandma, that's truly wonderful. Y'all call me when, you know, because I've gotten sucked into it too many times. People get together and you put together a great march. A march has its, it has its purpose and it's great to raise awareness and you have a ball. But you got to think of the thing. We talk about we broke, we ain't got no money. Y'all know how much money y'all spend up there in Washington, D.C. I'm back there. Activists like me and organizations got to come with your hand out. And then y'all say y'all ain't got it. And that's when I look at y'all and say y'all a goddamn lie because y'all just spent buku money up there. Now, somebody got it. That's one part of the fuckery that goes around and there was some co opting going around and the voice mm-hmm. got changed and all I saw was a giant anti-Trump march and then, you know, which, you know, yay, that's great. We needed people marching six years ago, four years ago. Two years ago, and there were people. Y'all had some soldiers out there who were ready to ride and die, and I've seen them fall away. It's like you know, I can relate to those uh, who watched uh, people die in the AIDS epidemic. You know, okay. you're watching people die on the field, and you're like, "Damn, we lost another one." Either people went to the dark side because there's money to be made in the suffering, right? Understand the things that we face externally with our quote-unquote enemy, the other side, however we want to uh, characterize it, we face it internally and we don't talk about it and it's ugly and it's nasty. We can't do shit till we clean up our own house. Absolutely. We can't do shit until we're able to say, you know what, see something, say something. That goes for everybody. There's good ones out there, very rare. They're like, unicorns but you know well unicorns don't exist so i can't so, say that i think okay? you just but made they, a really
0: i think you just made a really good point right when you were just like you know people need to have been doing this like before now okay it got to this point and now everybody's like oh my god but we need to be doing this before like even with the president we liked for the most part right because now we see we have president trump we have him in there he's to avoid congressional gridlock, he has signed. I forget what the total number of executive orders is at, at this point. He's only he hasn't even been in a full week yet. You know, I saw someone's post earlier, and they were like, "Why hasn't why didn't Obama do this when he first got in office? He could have done this when he first got into office. He actually had a mandate. He actually had a majority. The same way, right? Like." Mm-hmm. But there's never, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, we've had executive orders now in terms related to Keystone and in and, and the, and the Code Access Pipeline. We have the the immigration, um, the increase in ICE officers or, or Border Patrol agents and and building the wall, um, you know, new language coming out in regards to funding or removing funding from cities that are so-called sanctuary cities. I mean, we see so much coming on in addition to his promise to, to, to send in federal off troops to take over Chicago, I mean like like that actually scares me the most. I mean, I don't and I'm not insensitive to the struggles of other people, but like the the potential for him to send people troops into Chicago, that scares me the most being that's where I've spent a lot of formative years, I have a lot of friends and family members, well not family members but friends and children and stuff we know there. Um, But but I don't know, like you were just saying, like, people should have been doing this. What can people do now? Everyone talk about this resistance. What can folks do now? Can we do anything now? Right. Like, what should we be doing?
1: What they're doing? I mean, keep doing it. But understand this. It's practice. It's like robbing me. If you were to rob me right now, you'd be practicing. What y'all are doing right now is really great training but you're practicing because your target gives no fucks right so because right now the this is this fight has gone into another arena you know it may have been effective but you have a target you have you can't take them out of votes on the congressional side they're protected with the gerrymandered districts you even have that going on on the state level which is something um That's very, um, not looked at, but the playing field is not, you're not in pole position on any playing fields. I think people who can stop anything would be in the legislative judicial, uh, uh, you know, legal rounds. So, Mm -hmm. You know, do what you can do when, when, what you, how you can help is keep practicing because these rallies and and um, you know organizing this stuff is really good practice. But get in touch with your uh, legislators, your allies. Figure out who are your allies, okay, uh, in your government. And when they need you to come out, when they tell you we need to pack this, uh, you know, state legislative house, do like y'all did, drop everything and go. Mm-hmm. take off lunch hour and you know, the bad thing is, is that things usually happen during the work and school hour, that's when most of the bewitchery gets done about what goes on locally, you know and, and on the state level know who, you know, educate yourselves, um, find the organizations who have been doing things, chances are if you never heard of them um, check them out because they're probably doing something you know the ones who are begging for money, the ones who who flooded, because that was another thing. That's a good key. Whoever flooded your mailbox while the march was going on, and I'm not even going to put any names. Those are the ones you don't like. The the groups like Lar, you know, I rather roll with them. Song, Project South. There's so many underground uh, groups who have been doing it hear them asking them for a dime. Um but you have to self sustain these groups because they have right. to once they have to get on their knees and ask for the money, which goes to the whole about Chicago. Where's Jim Brown and Kanye and everything that then they go up Absolutely. there and try to ask for you ask for money they sent guns. I keep telling y'all folks. But um you know Steve right?
0: Like yeah.
1: They went up there and asked for money, and you see what he sent. So y'all keep waiting for him to make it rain. But um, um, your shit about no black unity or we're coming together and black empowerment. You know, if you out there for the dollar, just say it. Just keep it one hundred. Tell, let me know. Okay, if you about that dollar, you going to get that money? That's really that's good do you but don't say you you helping me but I know where you coming from. It's really crazy to hear people just like as soon as Donald Trump turned it you know him talking about capitalism now. Now everybody's like I gotta get mine and it's like see this is how we got here so I gotta call BS on everybody and I know they can come at me you know a lot of stuff that was you know, uh, kind of alarming. You know, Trump is your friend. He put a freeze on federal hiring. Black people, 20% of black people work in the public sector. He just put some of your folks out of, out of the job. But there's plenty of minimum wage jobs, ones that he won't pay a living wage. So tell me how Trump is going to help us. You know, I hear these things.
0: I was so actually I you jumped about into it. Yeah, you jumped into it already. I was gonna ask you like what do you I'm think about blow up now. <laughs> I, I was gonna ask you what you thought about Trump, this whole notion of Trump or at least seeing what he has to say or negotiating with him or trying to see. But like you said, when you send in when Jim Brown and Kanye and Steve Harvey and Amarosa, whoever else, like actually go, well, what's his name? Uh which one of the box is Raya, what's his name? um you know when they when they uh, go um, they go to meet with him or whatever what, what he he is so stuck on stupid you know his answer to what is historical endemic um systemic issues in chicago it's not as simple a simple matter of just sending in troops and enacting martial law and other stuff like i'm i'm le- i'm i'm legit scared if that is a scenario that does actually play out in any form i'm legit scared for my friends who are raising kids like, like, like I talked last week about the incident I had happen with Max just out here playing in Atlanta with his friends. Can you imagine that scenario in a system where we, we now have martial law imposed with just, just kids just randomly playing. And then you have people who are hypersensitive and hyper on alert. Cause they think little black boys just run around with guns, murdering each other. Like, like I'm legit scared about, about what you know, these threats and Rahm Emanuel. Let's just also be clear Rahm Emanuel is a bitch, uh-huh. He's a bitch, baby to the umpteenth power. He is not going to stand for the people of Chicago because he hasn't done that already in his two terms, right? Like, I Donald don't
1: know Trump's biggest problem is the people of Chicago. Yes,
0: yes, yes. You going to
1: be you. like, what you got, you know, um, it's going to be ugly and you really hate to see it, but it looks like we're going down that path. You can't ask people to sit there and just sing Amazing Grace watching their people get slaughtered. You can't ask black men to watch their black women and their black children being abused. Folks is going to get mad and folks is going to come at that ass. And I can't tell them anymore not to do that because I understand. And it's very difficult, you know, Nonviolence is something we've been trying to achieve since we we've been busting each other in the head since we came out of the the muck. Right. That's, we got to work on that. Okay. that's that's a thing, and um, that's a thing that seems to have gotten worse. And I don't have uh, I don't have the answer. No one really has the answer. We can try. We have a lot of things that we can do, what we but that we don't. I mean, this is why we have laws. 9% of y'all folks out here don't know how to damn act. So if everybody would act right, we wouldn't need them. People don't, everybody tries to get over. If you have an opportunity to get over? <laughs> Most folks, no, I wouldn't do it. Use a damn lie, you know. People try it, you'll think about it, you know and that's part of man's higher level of thinking. Some of us is just like thought about it. And that's both for And that's why we have laws. But you know, it is it is scary and it is terrifying. And you know, you, you're just sitting there and you look, I'm looking at the GOP like, you're gonna let your boy do this? Really? Y'all are gangster as hell. And I gotta love him for that. And it's like, okay, so what? You're, you're gonna let him sign in uh, Stuff you want done, and then you're gonna pull them out under his feet, cause you know you had them Tea Party folks, and they, they kind of got wild, mm-hmm. and you couldn't control. You know, it's like asking, you know, can you, you can you watch your kids? Because you know, I've seen them, and you know, I You can't bring them to my house no more. They don't know how to act, you know. And this, is, if there is, and if there is any, you know, the Bilderbergs or whatever. The Illuminati, their boy and what they want. Um, now would be they got to tell us who they are. But this would be a good time to step in. You know, I'm just saying because um, this boy might kill all of us.
0: You know, it's it's like
1: we just (laughs) you come in the hood. It's gonna be ugly. because This ain't this ain't the this ain't the fifties and sixties. Not at all. Not at all. I ain't having it.
0: Well, There's I mean, it's, it's, it. it's so crazy. <laughs> like, it's, it's it's so crazy. You know, just having this conversation, and like, you know, I get that that that. I think the point that some that several people are making now that I've seen is that you know this supposed concern for law and order that's prime freaking real estate. You got people, you got that that lakefront property, because they can't move all them people out of there. You know, they was able to move a lot of people in Chicago out because of the, 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 the HOPE 6 that led to the, the public housing redevelopment, which in Chicago was called the Plan for Transformation, and they were able to empty out many of the larger public housing complexes mm-hmm. and turn them into mixed income housing. You know, it was estimated that at one point in time, like with all that redevelopment that was happening nationwide, it was estimated that only approximately 25% of former public housing were return uh residents would actually return to the redeveloped properties so even though these this, this these programs were taken initially under the guise of hope six but if you read the intent and purpose the congressional intent and purpose of hope six was to improve the lives of public housing residents but ultimately what we've seen is the displacement of a vast majority of these residents with no actual return in sight but so they, they were able to get those people out so they were able to get some of that property back and, you know get some redevelopment and stuff going on but in regular you know regular rental and regular home ownership in the city you can't just get rid of people right i mean without a valid without an allegedly valid public purpose it's not like the city can just go snatching up you know eminent domain just because they want to has to be supposedly a valid public purpose even if part of that public purpose is semi-private um you know we have the kilo case out of um i think that was connecticut could be getting my my my, my northeastern states confused, but, but the kilo case that that allowed for um you know the seizure of property for what was really a semi-private public development, and and you see that with properties being labeled blighted so that people can come get it, but you can't just label a whole right. section of a city blighted, right? So in Chicago, something more drastic, and we're talking about a president who's a real estate mogul or wannabe real estate mogul, however you look at his success. So like you got to also look at what are the ulterior motives and whether or not that actually provides, you know, an alternative for people to challenge him. So I think, Stacey, you have actually made this point to me several times that we're going to have to get back to the old school strategy uh, of getting in there uh, uh, with litigation to, 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 mm-hmm. to attack a lot that's going on in this in this, uh with this administration, like like our our you know our old school social justice lawyers, our our lawyers in general, I think are going to have to play a really strong part in communities mobilizing around yes, legal efforts. Like yes, you saw with absolutely. the civil rights movement, that's going to have to be like this a, a series
1: of everything. Yes. This is going to be throwing all it all up against the wall of gumbo. This is everybody on deck. You got parents like me who paid a whole lot of money to send some of y'all to college pay your mama and daddy back yeah okay you got all that knowledge you know go go get the training and then you'll get paid you find that Mm -hmm. you do what you love you'll be good at it and then the money will come y'all be all right but we need y'all and like i said we paid a lot of money for that but it's going to be a mixture of everybody and part of it is looking at the civil rights movement it was it was more than just the marches it was right. a organizing structure that had communication you had um the, you had a conversion of the black church you had radio stations you had the faith community i mean right, georgia right. movement you know so this is going to be taking a little bit of a whole lot of things we're going to have to take a whole lot of pieces of movements and put them together but implement them when they are the most effective as part of an overall strategy and just saying okay we got this idea we're going to do this and you know Um and that's what makes me crazy because like I got no chill I, I, I got five kids so I ain't got time for y'all and some of y'all like you know you have really good hearts and I really hate to cuss y'all out but some of y'all Working okay, your hand telling you look pretty. Go you want something to do, I'll tell you what to do. Well I don't want to do that. Well what you ask me for? Well I wanna do this. Well that's not gonna help. Well why are you mean to me? Because you asking me stupid questions.
0: Well what should people I mean what are some of the things that people should be doing, Stacey? Like right, instead of asking you questions, instead of asking you questions
1: everybody chill. Roll one is <laughs> blank something, whatever it is, chill, whatever. Everybody needs to just stop for a minute and breathe. Let the Democrats do what they do, let whoever. Republicans, whoever wants to help fix this, this is a call to moderate Republicans—the ones who are sitting back there throwing shade, and they and they sitting back back there like, I don't know what the hell is going on. This is your time, too, because they believe it or not, there are Republicans who are like, "These motherfuckers here," and I'm like, I know these are your people. You know, you need to go get your boy. And um, this is the time for a lot of people to rise and shine. You had a crazy idea, put it out there. Who knows, it might work. But we really need to stop there. The who want to be activists, that's great. You need to learn how to be activists. You want to run for office, that's great. You need to learn how to run for office. You want to help save a party and pick a party. They're all a hot mess. Every single one of them, they're fixer-uppers. Okay, just find one and just go get to work because everybody, my party's better than your party. Your party is a hot mess. I'm like, I'm like, Oprah, your party's a mess. Your party's a mess. And if you want to do that, then do precinct organizing. And they all have common themes. Um, They all have central components to them, but they have a little different track. If you want to run for office, there's certain things you need to do. If you want to run for office right now, I'm going to tell you the first thing you need to do is get two things together. Email. Email is list. Mm-hmm. That's like money. Mm-hmm. That's for everybody. Okay? Information is power, not money, people. People will kill you for your email. The list. List. You get yeah. that together, list and you start calling people for money tell i them, mean that's what we see
0: everybody be dogging everybody trying to get that bernie list right everybody trying to get that bernie list the democrats build your own
1: list for your own yeah,
0: damn districts if you want to run
1: make sure you get those fees get your squad together when you put your campaign team together i'm gonna tell you right now don't Get your friends and your family because then you'll be too loyal. You you want people who can do the job mm-hmm. in a circle around you that you can trust, you keep them there, but don't give too many of them jobs because I've seen too many. Well, you know, I I would hire you, but you know, I got my my, my sister's cousin and, and all of them, and I'm like, okay, do they know? Well, you know, they on Facebook and Instagram. Okay, all right. Well, you take care now. So, you know, look around in your network. If you need an accountant, don't hire your, you know, somebody you don't know up the street. Hire that friend or offer them something. You know, friends will probably donate services. You got to hustle in a business, you got to find some good people. So you get your squad together, you get your money together, you find out and get your dates together. Know when you have to file, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and and um, and find out you know your registration dates. You know, and there are a lot of good organizations out there that will help you run. Um, okay. Be who comes up to you? You'll get them phone calls. If you're in Georgia, you. Find, you get one of them calls from down in South Georgia with that syrupy sweet voice. Hey there, gal, how you doing? And um, be careful of them calls. The jackals come in different. Are hollering at you? Who didn't holler at you before?
0: Stacy, <laughs> Stacy, I'm Stacey.
1: telling y'all a lot of shade now.
0: Stacy, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to put a pin in it right there because Ben is coming right after me. But okay. I I want all of y'all to go and follow and like Stacy Hopkins if you have not already done so no. on Twitter. Do not harass her no. though. But seriously, and we're gonna Stacy and yeah. also Stacey needs to have her own her own weekly something, right? Everybody, like because she's just she has mm-hmm. so much great insight and knowledge. She Maybe she does cool. the tea time and I just come hang out with her. But anyway, this has been another edition of the Way of For Noah. I was joined by the super savage, <laughs> awesome Stacy Hopkins. Um, until next week, peace. Bye.